Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I'm your co-host Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about boundaries, man. Boundaries. Boundaries. More than the white picket fence. (laughs) What's your relationship to boundaries? Oh, man. I don't know if I had them for a long time. (laughs) Ignorance is bliss, maybe? Yeah. Um, I think... I think my boundaries weren't as existent, but I I respected some or most of other people's mm-hmm. um, if they were clear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, my younger days, if I agreed with them, right? <laughs> right. I thought they were like, silly. I didn't do it. You know, I, I think for me, the word boundaries, like something had a real comprehension of that until later in life. Uh, the quests or nice to haves maybe or like the closest thing but i think now obviously being like an adult and having kids and being married and colleagues right i think it like comes into play a lot more and i don't know probably over the last five ten years it's been talked about a lot more um so i think now i have a much more intrigued relationship with boundaries, especially for myself. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm similar, man. I'm similar. Didn't really, well, like, like you, I didn't really understand what that was. I didn't even know about the word itself. And growing up a people pleaser, wanting to be accepted by the tribe and all, I definitely went way past my own boundaries um, to be accepted. Yeah. So at, at my own expense, you know, um, it could be emotional, mental, and even physical, just like, you know, burn myself out, you know, to be, to be accepted or whatever, you know? So it, it was definitely something that was important, but I just did not know about it at all until definitely later in life. How do you how do you go about exercising boundaries? Yeah, good question. Mel. I mean, I think first and foremost, like how do we actually like need a boundary? Yeah. Like, how do we come up? Yeah, how do we even know? Yeah, what boundaries are needed, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like with COVID, right? In the pandemic, it was like the six feet boundary. Like that's what was determined by yeah. some, some body of some medical knowledge, I hope. Yeah. Uh, well, like how did they come up with that, right? There was there was some like method, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. But in this example, like someone came up with that and there was like some sort of system. In our human <laughs> like life, there's no like, oh, this is what you, this is your step one, two, and three for creating all boundaries across every relationship or thing you'll ever encounter. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. There are a lot of people who have opinions on it, 
but their opinion might not match up with yours. So just like a lot of the things we talk about, I think first step is be aware. And if you backtrack, all right, great. How do you be aware? Start noticing things. Like I would notice that my body would get tight or uncomfortable in certain situations. I would notice like uh, annoyance or resignation would creep in in certain relationships. Um, I would notice like coming from not thinking and reacting that would cause me to not like certain situations. So literally a lot of just noticing and gathering experiences. Because I didn't know what I didn't know. Like you, I was like, yes, yes, yes. I like to make people happy. And then it was a period of my time where I didn't care less if anyone's happy. And, you know, that was probably somewhere in the middle, right? Um, But I think it's like really getting clear between what's happening, what your experience, what you want, and then how your body can. I think our our bodies can tell us a lot. David. Yeah, man, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The noticing and the clarity around what my boundary is first and foremost, has to be there. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm aware of my skin. My That's my physical boundary in a sense, my skin. And if someone cuts into it and I start bleeding, they've gone past the boundary in a sense, right? Yeah. But if, but if I wasn't aware of that cut or the pain or the bleeding, then nothing would happen. I wouldn't do anything or I might just react and say, oh, it'll be okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'll take care of it. As opposed to, no, I, I just didn't appreciate that. <laughs> that wasn't cool. I, I didn't appreciate that, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's like, where, you know, where, where do we start as far as what our boundaries are? And first and foremost, like you said, um, feelings, emotions, uh, what our bodies tell us, those are places to look as to what feels comfortable, what doesn't feel comfortable. Now, we could talk about the comfort zone as a boundary too, but that's kind of a different different topic. Um, and even our own boundaries, you can still push them, push them out like our own comfort zone, but still, it's like what, at least what's the what's the minimum? Where is the What's the closest within, closest to us where we put the fence if there has to even be a fence? You know, how far out does the fence have to be at a minimum, at a bare minimum to like survive, right? <laughs> to physically just survive. That's got to be a boundary. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, like, I like looking at things through like kids' eyes, right? When my kids were younger, like, there's no like, yeah. Boundaries and people in the bathroom, you just walk right in. Right. And you're like, huh? Because you don't, like, we were taught that, right? That's not inherent mm-hmm. on spatial boundaries, right? I got one kid who would love to be six feet from every human. I've got one kid who'd love to be on every human. And I've got one kid that's got him in the middle, <laughs> depending on the day, right? So, again, I think 
when you talk about what's the minimum, I think personal safety probably. Uh, you know, that's first and foremost, mm. personal safety. And then, and then you get comfortable with that, right? Um, maybe you have some wishes, desires. Um, and I think doing this with softer landing folks like family, um, close friends, um, maybe partners, um, people that like, like you and want you to win, like help. Mm. Um, and I think really getting clear on, like you found out you're a people pleaser. You probably didn't know that for a long time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and once yeah. you found out, it probably took a little while to like really sink in like, wow, I do this everywhere, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. not saying that's necessarily bad in some situations that could be good, I guess, if that's what you want, right? It's your being cognizant of that. So I think the starting with what's important to the person, you know, um, and, and yes, yeah, personal safety, like, I think most people probably have that, whether they know that or not, mm. and that's probably one that we learn early, mm. personal space, personal safety. But like, why would anyone, like, why, why would people set boundaries aside from what we would call basic boundaries? I think what I know now, it's to create alignment in their life with, within whatever aspirations they might have for themselves, as well as, uh, well, including all of the relationships that they want in their life. So without boundaries, we'll get pulled in different directions. We'll be distracted in many other ways that aren't really supportive of the direction that we we actually want to go. Mm. Um, so I think that, I think that's why for me, boundaries are important. Um, how about you? Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Um, I don't think you can fully respect other people's boundaries until you have your own. Oh, yep. So that in itself could be worth it. <laughs> and then because of that, you have a, just a more enjoyable life. Like I feel like without boundaries, there's just a lot of suffering. Uh, and there's a lot of um, doing things because other people want you to do them. Uh, now, again, in certain instances, that could be great. It'd be super helpful to have a personal trainer push you outside of your comfort level, like you said earlier, to do, I don't know, 10 extra burpees, right? Awesome. Like that's part of their job. But that might not be the case with other boundaries. So to really have a life, again, like you said, to be aligned, but actually have a life that's set up to win and be enjoyable. Um, and also respecting and honoring other people's boundaries which can be enjoyable in itself, right? Like seeing someone else experience flow and ease and enjoyment and fun and you playing a role by honoring their boundaries is huge. And it also like really creates strong relationships. Because um, again, otherwise it's kind of like a win-lose and you're just toggling who's winning and who's losing at different times. Mm. But if people's boundaries are getting honored... And when they're not something that can be talked about 
in a healthy way, I think that really increases the depth of those relationships. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Do you think there are boundaries that are that a person would self-purport and say that this is this is my boundary and it's supportive of them and boundaries that they may self-purport and say that it's healthy for them but it's not healthy for them probably mm, yeah it probably just depends on where that person is or what they've learned about themselves um like i don't know probably something in regard to like abuse of certain things or substances maybe um but but i don't know even sleep right even someone's like my boundaries i only need four hours of sleep and i'm gonna be you know doing things that could work for some people that would be terrible for me and everyone around me (laughs) right um so again i think to each his own and i think we all got to kind of go through that and i think it's a little bit of trial and error you might think this is a boundary that serves you and maybe it doesn't or even socially right still not that far removed from the pandemic a lot of people had a hard time going back to being super social or those buffet restaurants or whatever it is it's like oh like maybe some people as a boundary like they don't eat at buffets cool totally respect it so i'm not going to make a reservation to go hang out with them there how does one start exploring boundaries with somebody else whether it's a friend or a romantic partner or family member I think talking about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? What is it to them? What would be like a simple one or a funny one, right? Taking some of the seriousness out of it. I think a lot of people look at boundaries as like a place they can't go mm-hmm. as opposed to creating a structure so they can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know? Um if I don't know, making this up, I have a boundary like, hey, when my door is closed, like, please don't come in. It could be reading, it could be meditating, it could be working with a client. But then because I have that boundary and it's being respected, then I can like be like my full self and present to my family. So where I look restrictive on the outside looking in, it's actually restorative and helps me be better when I walk out that door. Uh, but you, I think like letting people in on that process, right? Yeah. You know, just don't put a sign like go away and expect them to relate to that. Like explain to it, explain to people why you have that boundary. What's your experience from that boundary when it works, when it doesn't work, right? Like pulling people in and partnering in the process, I think is just as important as the boundaries themselves. And what about for the people who don't hear, fully hear or understand or even honor those boundaries of yours? Like, how do you handle those types of people to all of our listeners out there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's re-educating those people 
And at some point, if you re-educated them at a amount that's more than you think should be needed, then it's having that conversation. Because look, boundaries can be uncomfortable for people. People take them personally. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I get it. It could feel that way. Not about you. Right. It's really about the other person who's requesting the boundary. And I get it. And it takes a little, it's like a little push and pull. You know, it's like a tug of war in in a boundary setting. It's like, hey, I would love this. Someone might create a boundary just to spite that person's boundary. Right. Well, that's a symptom of something else, right? That's like, all right, let's actually talk about like the relationship then. Uh-huh. If people can't respect your boundaries, then there's something else going on. Um, and it could be worth hearing because maybe the boundary creates tension. Maybe it creates harm. I, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. But I've never met anyone that has like been really wanting a boundary that was really about them that I had a problem with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't able to talk it through. Maybe I didn't yeah. understand it at first. And again, this is like Jeff as like he more transformed, evolved human. Younger, younger Jeff probably wouldn't even be listening and violated that boundary 10 minutes later. Um, but I think it's being in a relationship with people and like supporting them and in doing so supporting yourself but yeah what about you what do you think yeah i think again noticing that if someone's not really hearing what you're saying and you you've tried multiple times then there's there's some sort of a misalignment it could be just a misunderstanding and maybe it takes one more conversation or maybe it's just a misalignment. Maybe they're just not on that plane, mm. uh, a similar plane. Maybe they don't want that type of relationship and it's, you know, it's all good for them. It's all good, you know, but for you, like, no, you want something where you could talk about this kind of stuff and honor boundaries, for example. Um, so okay then and, and like you mentioned then it might be time for that conversation the difficult conversation not just setting boundaries or, or expressing what the boundary is but about that right so it's another level deeper or multiple levels deeper which could be very very confronting you know for for many people especially that people that aren't out there trying to like pick fights with other people right it's going to be very difficult so that in itself is a is a different level of practice, right? To actually have the conversation, uh, to have the courage to have that conversation. Um, yep. And that could be a different top, topic for 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 our show. But um, I I did hear um, once before uh, about like when 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 you say something like I. I'm not happy with this, or I want you to stop this, right? That in itself isn't setting the boundary, right? That's kind of like saying what you need to say. But if you allow that behavior to continue, you nothing has changed, mm. right? So setting a boundary doesn't mean by just saying it, saying it once or twice. 
if you're allowing that behavior to perpetuate, then you're not really setting the boundary. Mm. The boundary, the boundary changes when you've leveled up your standard for what you're willing to accept. So you say the thing and they continue the, the behavior, but you've now you've next you level up your standard. Say, I'm not gonna put up with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Or um, you know, I can't hang out with you anymore because you're not listening to me or whatever, right? You've you've raised your own standard, whatever that standard would must have been. And once you raise a standard, then things change. Then the boundary is now uh set. Hey. I, and I liked, I loved it when, when I heard that, right? Because it's not just about saying something. Something has to change fundamentally, right? In order for a boundary to actually be established. Yep. Well, yeah, I love it too, because like there needs to be some context too, right? Like, hey, I didn't like this behavior or stop doing this or whatever the thing is, but okay. And like, how come and what do you need? And what, like what happened, right? Like some experience. I mean, a lot of times people just say the thing or they don't say anything at all. But the folks that say the thing, say it in a way where it's like, it's not really a conversation. Yeah. It's more of an accusation. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to do from that except get defensive. Right. And that's how, like, again, these slippery slopes of, it's not really a boundary that, you just created a wedge. Mm-hmm. Right. And you thought it was a boundary. And so when that wedge shows up again, it's now in the way of you and whomever, but there's no context, there's no boundary, it's just there again. And all you mm-hmm. can do is accuse him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think, again explaining, sharing the experience, reiterating the importance of said boundary. Really important. Mm -hmm. Because then when the opportunity to, you know, make that wedge again, you'll remember, oh, wait a second. This is violating a boundary or this is creating experience that this person doesn't want because dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to do that. Respect what they want from me and with me. Mm-hmm. when you when you just shared what you just shared it, it gave me this visual image of like a fence where we set up a fence around ourselves are we trying to keep people people out or are we trying to lock ourselves in nice are we are we imprisoning ourselves or are we trying to keep people out what's what's the point of this boundary here yeah or both or both could be happening at the same time, right? And then it's like, is there, you know, there's no one standard to, you know, to live for, strive for, of course. Um, but any kind of boundary will separate us from the from the other, and that's a given, right? Um, and if we strive for unity, then eventually, yeah, we would love to have no boundaries in a sense, right? Where it's, but it's all really mutually accepted of this flow of give and take. And there's like none of that involved really, you know, it's, yep. it's not egoic anymore. It's more of a peer sharing and community. Um, but in the meantime, until we get there, 
there has to be some level of this and i and i and i would say the the foundation of it is is love self-love because mm -hmm. with and like you said earlier on if you don't know how to do that for yourself you won't know how to see that and help others in, in that process too if we don't protect our own self-love and cultivate our own self-love then we're not going to be able to to share that with with the rest of the world so there has to be somewhere where we start and we we keep growing it right so boundary setting i i i really think it's super important but to what extent and what's really driving it is it the ego or is it like purely self-love that's driving these boundaries you know yeah well said man no I, I think those are spot on points and i think boundaries are important but whereas paying friends equal it's important and mm -hmm. um, nice so people listening maybe they've got some boundaries maybe they don't even know what boundaries are in this contextual language you're speaking around what can they take on like in the next week or in the next couple of weeks that can help them with this idea or help create new boundaries for themselves? I would say pick a person. Pick a person in your life, um, family member, loved one, friend, whatever, whoever, doesn't matter. Pick a person and think about your relationship with them and think about areas where you feel like your boundary has been um, broken into, like maybe a step too far, whatever it may be. Maybe they call you too much. I don't know. Maybe they, they bother you in some way, in some way, anyway, it doesn't matter. But what is it? And to actually get clear about what it is and um, have a conversation about it, talk to them about it, what that is, and um, and see what happens. Then not not from a defensive place, not from a confrontational place, but from a, as best as possible from a, a loving self love place. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I would say just notice boundaries everywhere. You know, notice other people's boundaries. Notice when people have had their boundaries, you know, violated and neglected, or they haven't and they've been like respected. Notice how you feel in certain situations. Even something simple like, I don't know if you ever had this happen to you, but someone sits a little too close to you <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. Um, even something silly like parking in the parking lot and like, they're like a million spaces and someone could park right next to you, right? And that's yep. kind of a silly example, but just notice how your body reacts to it, how your mind reacts to it. What what narrative are you making up around it? Um, and from that, I think you'll get a lot of insight into what boundaries you might want to tweak or create moving forward. Nice. I love it. Cool, man. So where can all the peeps find us? Uh, podcasts where they're all played. Um, Spotify, Apple, all the usual spots. Uh, you can find us at jeffmillercoaching.com. All of our social media handles. Uh, please keep the comments coming. Um, we love them. We just got a bunch of new topics in. 
and we're excited about those. But uh, we love doing this podcast with all of you. So if you have any feedback, we'll take it. Cool, man. Love it. All right, man. Until the next one. Sounds good. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.